everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and welcome to Season 19 of South Park. This is the season, in my opinion, where we start to transition into the modern version of South Park. And... If you're going to pinpoint several episodes to say this is how we got to the modern era of South Park, this episode is got to be one of the episodes that we pinpoint as this is a pivotal episode to where we're at at this point in time. And that is Stunning and Brave. Now, before I get into the episode, per tradition, we're going ra- to make a toast to Season 19 of South Park, with a little help from Mike's Hard Lemonade. You guys can't see it, but I got it out, and here's the toast. To season 19 of South Park. Been in the fridge for a while, actually. So, the big thing in society going on at this time, and I want to talk about this first before I even get into the episode, is Bruce Jenner is now. Caitlyn Jenner. I remember when Bruce Jenner, and and I'm only gonna, I'm only saying Bruce because of what is happening at the time. Bruce Jenner does a two-hour 2020 interview with Barbara Walters, talking about, you know. The just the idea, you know, of becoming a woman, transitioning into a woman. And I, I have a friend who was into the Kardashians and she was going to watch this interview. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm I'm just going to. I'm just going to watch this interview just to just to say I watched the interview. I don't remember, honestly, everything that they talked about. But I do remember at the end, Barbara Walters saying, the next time I see you is going to be as a woman. And they were hoping to maybe do an interview. I I don't really remember. Then came the first picture that I saw of Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I want to say it was on the cover of Vanity Fair. Am I... Am I right on that? Vanity Fair? I, I, I think that's what it was. So, there's the picture of Caitlyn. Yeah, it is Vanity Fair. Okay. So there's the picture of Caitlyn Jenner. Or Caitlyn Jenner. Pardon me. Jenning Jenner. Um... 
And it's like, okay, you know, not bad looking. But then I have to remind myself sometimes, oh yeah, this is Bruce. This is Bruce Jenner. I do want to say this. Before anyone tries to pounce on me on anything. What Caitlyn did to become Caitlyn was... And I want to say this right. It was different. It was interesting. And was kind of a gutsy move. The thing is... Making this a whole media thing is kind of what, like, takes it over the edge. Like, it becomes too much of a deal. And the fact that, and I'm even looking at Caitlyn's Wikipedia page, they did a reality show called I Am Kate. It's like, okay, did the sex change? Did the sex operation. Let's move on with our life. And I'm like, okay, it's done. To me, it's happened. It's done. And there's like a new thing going on. Or issue. And I'm putting in, in quotes. About, you know, people dressing in drag and all that. And my thought to that, because I'm sure at some point South Park's going to touch this topic. I, I'm sure of it. My thought is, okay, sort of like the dress in women's clothing. I don't have a problem with it. I don't know why everyone's making it such a big deal. And it's and that's kind of where I'm at with Caitlyn Jenner. Looking back on it now, it's like, okay, it happened. The, the, the operation happened. Operation happened. We shouldn't really put Caitlyn Jenner on a pedestal, but because of the society we live in, they do. But I think her, you know, popularity and, you know, attention has gone down drastically. So, it, you know what? Uh, it is what it is. So, Stunning and Brave is going to be talking about that and a whole lot more. So let's dive into this episode to start off Season 19, Stunning and Brave. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on September 16th, 2015. And if we're going to say this is one of the episodes that practically pinpoints to the modern era of South Park. We have to go to the very first scene of this entire season because not only does this scene dictate the entire episode, it dictate or it's going to dictate the entire season. So the scene is an emergency school meeting. That's all you need to know. Let's play the clip. All right, parents and students, please take your seats. Okay, okay. 
Now, as you know, there was an incident at the school last week involving a student referring to rape as a hot Cosby. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. Principal Victoria has been fired. What? And a new person has been appointed to try and make South Park Elementary a more progressive place that fits in with today's times. Okay. So please welcome PC Principal. PC Principal. Yep, PC Principal in his debut on the show. I like how what what makes that scene funny is the fact that Butters references what actually happened to Chef and gets two days detention. Mackie references Token, he gets two days detention. It's just funny. It's funny. So as you know, as we're moving along now. Um, Kyle gets called in to PC Principal's office, and Gerald comes in, and he finds out that Kyle has gotten two weeks' detention. It's like, okay, why did he get two weeks' detention? Well, because Kyle doesn't think that what Caitlyn Jenner did did not make her a hero. So, they have this conversation, and PC Principal just flips his lid, throws the desk over, and Gerald and Kyle run away. So that night... Pardon me, that was Mike's Hard Lemonade. That night, Gerald is with some of the guys talking about the principal, and they end up seeing a lot of other PC people. And apparently there's a whole group of politically correct people, PC people. And 
it's like they're starting to take over the town. You know, like, they're going to take over everything. Meanwhile, Cartman, well, he hasn't really been himself since PC Principal has come into the picture. And he's getting constantly in trouble. Well, I mean, he always gets in trouble, but, you know, he's been getting detention time. So the boys are like, Carmen, why aren't you fighting back against PC Principal? And, you know, Carmen just feels like he's defeated. And then one of the boys goes to Cartman and they're like, Cartman, who's your hero? Tom Brady. What does Tom Brady do? He cheats. Does Tom Brady ever get in trouble? No, Tom Brady never gets in trouble. He gets away with it. So they're trying to convince him to, you know, find a way to get rid of PC Principal. And then Carmen has this great line at the end where he's like, yeah, now I'm going to go, I'm going to go fuck my hot wife who kind of looks like a dude. Folks, I mean, I'm just going to say it off the rec on the record. The, the, the woman that Tom Brady was with before Giselle Bündchen is actually better looking than Giselle Bündchen. There, I said it. So, Carmen's plan includes Butter's underwear. And what this is going to lead to is, well, let's just say a beating that Cartman has been deserved to get for many, many years. Oh, PC Principal, how are you today? What are you doing in the faculty bathroom? You know, I think you and I got off on the wrong foot the other day. By all means, please keep your dick out. You see, I'm not going to accept four days of detention, and you're going to apologize publicly for being so strict to me and my friends at Skeed. What the fuck are you talking about? Just a request, that's all. See you around. Oh, you seem to have dropped something, PC Principal. What's this? Why, this is a little boy's underwear. Why, this is Butter's underwear. What? PC Principal, you have Butter's underwear, and now... Oh my gosh, it's got your DNA all over it. This certainly doesn't look good for you. I don't need to tell anyone about this. No, I think we have an understanding. Capiche? What did you just say? You mean about keeping your dick out? Capiche? You're associating Italian-Americans to intimidation tactics? You better watch your microaggressions, bro. Okay, look, you don't want to end up like the spokesman for Subway, do you? Did you just use a term that excludes women from an occupation? Okay, let's back up. Ah! Did you just say spokesman instead of spokesperson when women are just as capable of selling sandwiches as anyone? Are you purposefully trying to use words that assert your male privilege? No, I'm sorry. I was just trying to frame you for raping butters. Do you think Italian-Americans and women are less important? Oh, God. You dare to use words that alienate two communities of people who have to deal with verbal biases like yours on a daily basis? Okay, I, I love when you watch the scene in the background because the boys are there. The boys are, you know, like they're making sure, you know, that everything's going right with Cartman. As soon as Cartman is getting beat up, Everyone leaves. It's like, nah, shit, he's done for. Forget it. it. It's over. I love it. So, now, the PC gentleman, 
they have a they have a sorority and and it's been going on and all they do you know it's like they drink beer blast loud music and all of that so Randy it takes it upon himself to go over to talk to them because it's like okay it's getting too loud they're being totally disrespecting disrespective being rude all that and he's going to you know try to talk to them well they take it the wrong way because they think he's trying to be recruited into being pc so they do you know all the college stuff you know drinking beer you know initiation process to get them to join you know the group and it's kind of funny and then there's like the next morning randy comes in and sherrod's like you didn't come home till 6 a.m yeah you didn't come home till 6 a.m. They were initiating me into joining the group. There was alcohol there, wasn't there? There were refreshments. There were refreshments there. And it, it's, just, it's just a really good seat. I really enjoy it. Meanwhile, Cartman is in the hospital, lying on a bed, bandaged up, hooked to tubes. He's beaten up. So the boys go over there to check on him and Cartman for the most part has accepted defeat he has accepted defeat and Kyle's the only one who is not going to move down he's not going to accept defeat so he says not only does he think this whole thing with Caitlyn Jenner isn't brave he doesn't think Kayla Jenner's a hero which stuns everybody and you know they're like well you're kind of sounding bigoted which in reality to me, I didn't think it was but you know maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong I don't know and Kyle is now going to be the one to try to take care of PC principal so Randy, at this point, has made it to the final initiation of joining the PC fraternity. And, you know, PC Principal talks about Brett Favre at the ESPY Awards and how he's, like, rubbing his hands and stuff. And Randy's like, do you want me to go after Brett Favre? And PC Principal's like, no. Uh, there's somebody out there who's worse. And now we see Kyle laying in the bed where Randy and two other people who are trying to get into this group, into the uh, fraternity, and they blow horns to wake up Kyle. And they run out. Kyle wakes up and he sees a bunch of pigs out in his room with the word bigot spelled on them. However, the word bigot is spelled B-I-G-G-I-T. College. You know, we, we, we teach our kids so much in college. So, then, after that, Carmen has a dream. And he's Brett Favre, or not Brett Favre, he's Tom Brady, 
Bill Belichick, and Roger Goodell. And it's this whole seed of, you broke the rules, you have to pay. No, you break the rules, you break, you know, you have to pay. No, I didn't break the rules, I make the rules, I'm the commissioner. And it's a good back and forth thing. Because basically what this is about is Deflategate. And for those that don't know what Deflategate was, was during a football game, and in particular, the AFC Championship game, in particular, the Indianapolis Colts were playing the New England Patriots. And the balls, the footballs, were going differently to both teams, to both quarterbacks. Um, when the Patriots had the ball... Theirs was a little lighter, a little, you know, better. Whereas for the Colts, it wasn't as much. So there's this whole thing about, you know, did they cheat? Did they get in, you know, did they do anything to make the balls any different? So the final punishment of this is the Patriots get fined a million dollars Tom Brady is suspended for four games, and the Patriots lose draft picks, among everything else. So, again, it's like, well, we're just going to give you a slap on the wrist. You didn't really do that much, but it's one of those things where you just, it's just one of those weird things. Like, I never really understood it, so... So Carmen wakes up from the dream and he realizes, you know, that Kyle is in trouble. Butters has told him what's going on and he needs to save his friend, Kyle. And he tells Butters to get him 200 pregnant Mexican women. So before we get to what's going to be the final standoff, I have to play this chant. It is absolutely hilarious. So, this is the PC fraternity. Let's play it. Social justice, one, two, three. I wanna be PC. It's just the way to be for me and you. Your hateful slurs are through. I call we view on you. We'll fight until you're PC black and blue. We are language police, fighting bigotry. Hurtful words can suck our turns, cause it's PC for me. Oh, that, that's a good one. So, as that is going on, as that is going on, Cartman lets out 200 pregnant Mexican women. And then a bunch of refugee children come out. Tacos get launched. Jared from Subway, who I think is in jail at this point in time, is out. There's chaos, pandemonium going on. And then Kyle, poor Kyle, who's been tortured by the PC fraternity. He had been tied up to a tree, had penises drawn on him, had his hair basically shaved off for the most part. He comes in, sees what's happening, and then we get this speech. 
after that, PC Principal claps, and they are giving him an ovation for finally admitting. And we go to the school, and it, they're having cake, and everyone's like, well, looks like PC Principal's gonna be here a while. And then Randy gets branded with the PC letters on it, and now he is a part of the PC fraternity. And Kyle and Carmen have a little talk, and that is the end of Stunning and Brave. I will admit, when I first saw this episode when it happened, I thought to myself, this has to be a one-time deal with PC Principal. It just has to be. And then by the end, you know, it's like, well, he's staying. Again, pardon me with the mics. He's staying. This seems like this is going to be a legit character for a while. So, after watching this episode back, and it's been a while since I've seen this episode. God, this is such a funny episode. This aged well. I don't know how. This just aged well. I... Mmm... I want, I want to give it a 10, but I don't think it is a 10 out of 10. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I really liked this episode. Like I said, I think this episode has aged well since it first aired almost eight years ago. So I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 on this one. Um, Let's go to the receptions because there are no notes from DVD commentaries and other stuff. Mike Nichols, or Max Nicholson of IGN gave the episode a 7.8 out of 10, stating, South Park's latest episode took on political correctness with scathing wit and truly outrageous moments. Chris Longo from Den of Geek gave it 3.5 out of 5 stars and said in the review that it's easy to come away wanting more from this episode, although I thought the message was sound. Dan Caffrey of the AV Club gave this a B- and said, While the idea of equating the increasing mob mentality of the PC police with a hell-raising frat is funny at first, the comparison ultimately ends up being blunt, repetitive, and one-sided. Jonathan Dornbush of Entertainment Weekly wrote that the show points the finger at the faults of everyone else on both sides of the PC argument. And, if Stunning and Brave is any indication, the show will continue to do so while remaining hilarious. Matt Doloff, writing for CBS Boston, praised Cartman's dream scene as hilarious and described it as the best part of the episode. And, Trey Parker received an Emmy nomination from this episode for Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance. Now, this, um, I'm actually looking at this, is the third year that this category has come. This is the third year this episode, or this category has come into play. Um, it actually was first awarded in 2014. This is the first time that South Park gets nominated in this category. As a matter of fact, it's the only time that they get nominated. Um, eventually, Matt Stone will be getting a nomination 
during this season. Um, I'll wait to tell you what it is for those that don't know. But um, and I'll wait to tell you who won that uh, that year when we get to that episode. All right, so let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,900 people have given this episode a rating on IMDb. The average rating for this episode is a 7.6 out of 10. 752 people gave it an 8. 602 people gave it a 10. 434 people gave it a 9. That's the score I'm going to give this episode. And 106 people gave this episode a 1. To break it into demographics, the average rating for a male was a 7.5, with its highest age demographic being 18 to 29, with a 7.7. There were 9 people under the age of 18 who combined have an average rating of a 8.3, but I'm not going to count that because it really is not a lot. For females, the average rating is a 7.4, with its highest demographic also being in the 18 to 29 range, with an average rating of an 8.3. So, now that I give this the rating, we're going to go to the reviews. Now, there are a lot of reviews. There are 13 reviews. I'm probably not going to read all the reviews you know, particularly if they are long. Um, but I'm going to try my best. The first review is from Brandon-SL, who wrote, The season premiere was a great return to form from the get-go. The first scene had me laughing continuously, and I loved the reference to previous shows, especially the City Walk guy. Even though I'm from the UK and may not know everything about American football, I was aware of the Tom Brady incident, etc., to be honest, the only criticism I would give of this episode is the strong American football references, but apart from that, I enjoyed this episode massively. The best episodes of South Park are definitely the ones with all the good characters in school, and this episode was no different. We saw some characters which we haven't seen in a while, including the recently talked about Jared. However, what I loved about this episode the most was how on point they were about lefties who are way too PC. I have been thinking this for a while, and finally someone has said it, as well about Caitlyn Jenner and how, to be honest, she isn't a nice person at all, and just because she has done something which is inspiring doesn't mean we all have to love her. Anyway, overall, this episode was fantastic, and I fully enjoyed it from start to finish, and I cannot wait for the next episode, even though I doubt they could top this episode 9 out of 10. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Perfectly described. Perfectly described, Brandon. Uh, next review... Oh, okay, I have to read this one. This is from FTHurston-29424, who wrote, Okay, so I did write an entire synopsis, but then was ruled out with too many words, so I'll just shorten this and tell you what I thought. This was, without a shred of doubt, the single-handedly worst episode of South Park I have ever seen in my entire life. And I do love this show. The whole PC thing was way over the top. And despite South Park's satirical humor or whatever you call it, this was just dumb because it went totally against what South Park is. 
Apparently, the principal is there to stay. Um, well, he better get going soon, and South Park better go back to what it was, or as a host from a certain show likes to say, you are the weakest link, and this is me saying goodbye. Seriously, everything from all those detentions for nothing, to Eric being all PC, to the stupid college dudes was just crap. But don't even get me started on the scene with PC Principal physically assaulting Eric. That was bang out of order. I don't know what Matt and Trey were thinking. Maybe they drank coffee while writing this episode rather than drinking booze. But either way, this had better stop because it is creating an injustice to all those hardcore fans like myself and changing it for the worse. Ooh, boy. Uh, if you think that's bad, let's listen to ELE Rion-78692 who wrote, Man and Trey needed almost a year to come up with this anticipated episode, but unfortunately it is by far the worst one ever. In this episode, a group of characters are introduced that want to change South Park to make it politically correct, and protagonists of the show, after a short period of disagreement, all agree with them. I'm not wasting much time on this review because this episode is just not worth it, and in my opinion puts a large smear to 20 years of work on this show. I still hope that the next episode will give this shockingly bad season start some meaning. Otherwise, we have to come to terms that the authors after 18 seasons are washed out and not able to produce entertainment that was expected from South Park series anymore. On the other hand, I give 9 to CG and audio, audio pr production. So much better than the previous ones. Cartman's injuries, CG, and PC's microphone speech audio really gave me goosebumps. If it was in 3D, it would definitely be 10 out of 10. Unfortunately, it's not Avatar, so even that would not help the apparent lack of originality. Oh, as for spoilers, Eric Cartman turns sissy, gets beaten up, and not only that, he does not retaliate. He agrees with his tormentors. Alright. Uh, two more. Anything but that... Hold on. <laughs> Anything but that old Dunn wrote, Just bad. I haven't watched this show in about 10 years. Then I went back and binged started from season 1. It all remained funny, topical and entertaining up until this season. The next two seasons have not improved, and I have zero interest in wasting any more time finding out. The show has run its course. Uh, finally, We Winner Winner wrote, Left, Two Left, Funny as Past, Left, Two Left, Not Funny as Past, Left, Two Left, Not Funny as Past. What the hell was that? Alright, I'm going to read one more positive review. Uh, this is, uh, let me see, which one am I going to read? I'm going to read IMDB 2-5, who wrote, This is certainly not an episode for the easily offended. Some of the humor is rather extreme, but it does represent the absurd backward thinking that has surrounded the entire Caitlyn Jenner episode in this modern era. Where he, she, ultimately ended up is actually a testament to the absurd accuracy of this episode. Watching this episode is even more shockingly accurate in light of the justification of mass looting and rioting to supposedly protest the actions of four police officers who were arrested and being prosecuted. Um, let me, let me find one more. I'm going to read one more. Uh, let's go to 
Matt Tenten, who wrote, I thought it was a funny episode, but wanted to comment about lower reviews. Don't watch satire if you don't know what the word means. They've always had a balance of satire and stupid, and this episode leans more to one side. It's not justifying bullying. It's pointing out the irony in people who champion PC culture, which was the whole point. Carmen being scared and shamed in the silence, the physical violence, the use of the word bigot, which means intolerant of people with differing opinions. I don't understand how that's lost on people who claim to be diehard fans. Also, South Park makes fun of everyone. Don't get upset when it is your thing that's fairly hypocritical. And I agree. I absolutely agree. If you are offended by this episode, then what the hell are you doing watching this? They did a fantastic job, a fantastic job of going after PC people, going for everybody. I mean, there's so many people these days, and this has been going on for a while. There have been so many people these days that get offended by the smallest things, both on the left and the right. That at this point, I'm like, you guys go right ahead. Make yourselves look like fools. Make yourself look like idiots. Make yourself look like dumb assholes. I don't really care. You know, I mean, are there stuff that offend me? Yeah, there are. I've said it on this show, but I don't preach to the choir. I don't go apeshit crazy over it. Once it's done, it's done. People, however, just cannot let go of things. And that's the problem with society today, is a lot of people cannot let go of things that offend them, that people have just gone past by. We've moved on with life. These people just want to keep going, bringing stuff up that, honestly, doesn't need to be brought up anymore. And there are a lot of people like that in this world. Social media, you know, is one of the reasons why people like this, people that just will not let go of stuff, continue to keep doing this stuff because they feel they have a, a, a venue of you to let stuff out, but they need to let go. You just need to let go. Time to move on. If you can't, too damn bad. We've all moved on. Why the fuck can't you? You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join the Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come, future South Park episodes. Well, looks like Mr. Garrison has reached his boiling point for the next episode because it is Where My Country Gone. That is next time on Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time.